And the Lord gives us the strength to be part of what God is doing. God bless you for powerful ministration. Oh, put your hands together for them. Amen. I believe you are ready for the word of God. And to prepare the way before the mighty man of God comes. Put your hands together as we welcome Constantia.
your hands together. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? I cannot feel your excitement. Wow. We are about to be changed. I said we are about to be changed. You don't believe what I just said. We are about to be changed. Something spiritual is about to enter into us. Because the word of the word of God is coming. I believe this morning your heart is ready. And I pray that God will cause our heart to be the good soil. That the word of God will benefit us. Are you excited this morning? Want us to be on our feet with Jesus, Joe, and the clap offering. Put us together. That's a welcome. The man of God, God has prepared this morning. Bishop, Frank, put your hands together. Your heart, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Somebody lift up your voice and just speak to God. Lift up your voice and speak to God. This is the first Sunday of this month of November. Lift up your voice. Put anything that is your heart desire into prayer. The Bible says, let your request be made known unto God. Let your request be made known unto God. This morning, God is coming through to you. Healing your sickness. Delivering you. In the name of Jesus. Brando Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come and have your way this morning. Bless us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Let no one live here the same way they came. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone will shout, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated. Oh, I'm building a people of power. And I'm building a people of praise. Oh, who will move through this land by my spirit and will glory mind of name oh for I'm building a people of power and I'm building a people of praise and I'm building a people of praise who will move through this land who will move this love by my and will glorify my precious name and will glorify my precious oh build your church Lord build your church oh make us strong join our heart join our heart through your sons Strong, make us strong. Join our heart, join our heart. Through 
your sons. Oh, Lord, and make us one in your body, in your kingdom, in your kingdom of your sons. Father, this is our prayer. Let it come to pass. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you are welcome to the first Sunday of the month of November. Tell another person, this morning God will do something in your life. Tell another person, this month shall be your month of victories. It shall be your month of victory. It shall be your month of victory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we take our scripture for the week? First Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 18. First Timothy chapter 1 verse number 18. First Timothy. Hallelujah. Are you there? Shall we all read it together? Timothy. You are not opening your Bible. Or you know it already. It's on the screen. Shabbataya. The day the screen will go off, people will be hot. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. We want to read it together. Ready? Go. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to prophecy which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Wow. I said this month you wore a good warfare and you will come out victorious in the name of Jesus. Let's read it for the last time. Ready, go. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Amen. So, to learn the scripture, you need to break it into three. The first part says that this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. In the church, you must either be a son or a daughter. A church is a family. A church is a family. Even people who are employed in the church are not employees. They are supposed to be sons and daughters. Amen. And we have one father, which is the Lord. Amen. And God has given us shepherds, pastors to lead us on. So, the first part of the scripture says that God is giving charges to his sons. And this one, Timothy, that Paul was speaking to him. Timothy was the son in ministry to Paul. And he said, this is the charge I'm giving unto you, son Timothy. And the charge is according to the prophecies which went on before on thee. Certain prophecies have been declared over you from January, from February, March. Many prophecies have been declared unto you. Hallelujah. And it says that he is giving a charge and the charge is based on the prophecies that have gone on before thee. Through the prophecies, you will war a good warfare. Prophecies are meant to be used as weapons of warfare. Anytime a prophecy comes, it means you have been given a tool, equipment, and an arsenal for warfare. Amen. 
I said, Amen. Prophecy is not just for you to shout, Amen, I receive it. And when you go home, you go and sleep. Many people receive powerful prophecies from January. Up to now, there is no fulfillment. Why? Because prophecies are not meant to be slept on. Prophecies are meant to be used as weapons of warfare. And here Timothy was being encouraged that every prophecy, every word that has been spoken in your life, you are expected to use it for a warfare. If that, that you will not see the blessings that you were expected to see. Say amen. Yeah, now the sound has become a bit clearer. Beautiful. So, that is the scripture for the week and I want you to memorize it and use it because we are in a season for warfare. Hallelujah. I said we are in a season of warfare. We are going to battle. And so, based on this scripture, I'm going to this month's attempt to share with you from this book a good general. A good general. A good general. When you see the cover of the book, you see military. It's time to fight. And that's what um, Constantia was singing to us. Constantia was actually singing chapters from this book. Chapters from this book. Amen. Fight extreme with extreme. Overcome superior enemies. In times of peace, think of war. All these are their chapters. And if you don't have the book, the hard copy, okay, we have all to all. Go and see Brother Maxwell and his team. Bishop have instructed that all his church members must receive all his books. If you have a phone that can use WhatsApp, then that phone is qualified. When you go, it will help you to install a book reader and it will give you all the books and then you can also read them. Amen. Well, I said amen. You are not clapping your hands for the prophet for such beautiful Amen. So get get the books. Get the books. Amen. Alright. So, tonight, uh, this morning, sorry, I'm talking about a good general learns about warfare. Amen. Because we are in a war, so to be a good general, the first thing that you need to do is to learn about warfare. In Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 3. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 3. The Bible says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. This scripture means that anything that you need for a good life and a godly life has been given to you. According as his divine power has given unto us all things. Somebody say all things. All things that pertain to life. Marital life. Your job life. Your financial Anything that pertains to that life. And then godliness. Anything that pertains to your ministry. Anything. Everything that pertains to your life and godliness have been provided and made available for you. The question is, why don't you have it? Why don't some of you were supposed to have been have been driving your car at the age of thirty, but you are past thirty and you are still working? Yes, and according to this scripture. 
that a husband was provided for you at the age of 25. But now you are not married yet. Yes. Your car was made ready by the time you were 38 years. But now you are 45. And it has still not come to pass. Why? Because every promise of God is meant for a warfare. So when you don't have it, it means you have not fought the battle behind that promise that God made for you. You just said amen and you went to sleep. Amen will not give you that house. Neither will I receive it give you that husband or that wife. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So he says that according to his divine power, dear, anything that you need to live a godly life, has been given through the knowledge of him. But there is a battle. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24 is another scripture that also talks about it. He says that, rise ye up, take your journey and pass over the river Anon. That's what Constantia was singing. Behold, I've given into thy hand. There are two in same that are that. I have given into thy hand. Sihon, king of the Amorites. Sihon, the Amorite, king of Hezbon, and his land. I have given you kings and land. Then he said, how to possess it? Begin to possess it and battle with him. The word contend means fight with him. Ah, but God, I thought you said you have put it in my hands. So why do I need to fight? Putting it in your hands is the prophecy. It's there. But to be able to occupy that position, be in it, enjoy it, you need to contend with him in battle. First Corinthians 16, verse 9. It's also another scripture, Constantia sang. He said that. The scripture says that. A great door a great door and effectual is open unto me. <laughs> like you see this man standing here. This is a great door. But to enter, <laughs> there's somebody there. <laughs> there are many adversaries. So when a door is open unto a Christian, you don't just enter. To enter, there are adversaries. You need to fight them. When I look at this man and his chest, I wonder whether I can fight. If you say don't enter. Hey! A great door. A great door has been opened. Door to whatever. Marriage. Door to whatever. Name it. Door to fly America. But you are here. You've been passport processing. I have a problem. <laughs> there are many adversaries. Anytime there is a prophecy... Demons are stirred up. The day it was announced. In fact, Herod and his people were very cool in the kingdom until the wise men entered and said, we have heard that the king has been born and we have seen his star. Immediately, demons were stirred up. Where? Where? Where was he born? This, that. Immediately, a meeting was conducted and they found out that, ah, it's in Bethlehem. They said, go and search for him. Bring us word again. We also want to go and serve him. When the word did not come, he organized armies. 
to make sure that that prophecy does not come to pass. Anybody two years and below, kill them. It is the reason why many people are still sitting on their prophecies and it has not come to pass. Because as soon as the prophecy came to pass, demons also were released to make sure that you don't occupy your house. To make sure that that marriage does not come on. Haven't you heard of stories of people planning for wedding? In fact, they have planned everything and on the day, the woman came and the man didn't come. Yes. No shoe. No shoe. So, when your wedding date is set, immediately you begin to fight. Some people plan weddings, they are just looking at dresses and hair and makeup and shoes. No prayer. Not, not at all. Every day they are looking at colors. On Facebook, checking new clothes. Kayabosi Katande. A color matching. Color matching. You know, my dress is coming from, it's coming from the UK and the shoe is coming from Italy. Continue. One shoe come, one will not come. <laughs> Look, every prophecy involves fighting. Whatever you have is what you have fought for. Whatever you don't have is what you have not fought for. That's the truth. And therefore, to be a good general, the first thing is that you must learn about warfare. You must learn about warfare. Hallelujah. You must learn about warfare. Bishop Wright and said that. War involves killing. Do you know war? Have you watched war movies before? Many people don't like war movies. The blood. Look, that is the reality. This thing about, oh, I love you, it's not real. Those kind of movies, they are not real. If you want real movies, look at, I mean, those kind of, telling oh, <laughs> me, I love you, then he's bringing a flower, and, and listen to the shower, you say, oh, but who cleaned the flower? It's I've gone to marry a Dagomba, on the flower, you don't lie, you, you yourself. <laughs> Like Charlie, the proposal that that's how it's going to be. You were eating an ice cream and you were eating and you went to ah, there is a ring inside. If you don't but to propose on the crime muscle, you need to fight. Hey, the fact that the guy has shown interest in you does not mean that he will propose, and the fact that he has proposed does not mean that he will marry you. What did you know? Even when you are married, somebody is battling to take your wife or your husband away from you. Hmm. War involves fighting, killing. It involves sorrow, sadness, crying, loss of property, loss of life. So whenever we talk about God, we don't want to associate God with fighting and war. It's almost like when you mention a war, you are saying something bad. But no, there is a song, which is also a scripture. Mighty warrior, great in battle, Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Oh, Jehovah. 
Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Is your name. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior. Mighty warrior. Great in battle. Jehovah is your His name is Jehovah. And he is mighty in battle. Great warrior. When you think about his name, you begin to think about fights. Yes. And, by the way, whatever promise God has given to you, okay, whether it's a land, whether it's whatever, remember that there's somebody who's possessing it already. There is no land in Ghana that is not for anybody. One day somebody bought a, a land, built a house, moved in. Then one day he saw somebody in the house. What do you want here? The person said, what do you want here? He said, ah, this is my house. I said, no, I've been living here for the past 500 years. Yeah. <laughs> I have been living here. You are just moving. <laughs> 500 years, the person has been there. You have just come. You are the new tenant. So you think you are a landlord. As someone, you are a tenant. And to be able to have peaceful home in such a place, it calls for a battle. A battle. A fight. A fight. So whenever you hear the name Jehovah, battle begins. Fight begins. Hallelujah. Every Christian must learn about warfare because you have been called for war. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Verse number 9, the Bible begins to talk in from verse 1. The Bible talks about different, different seasons. But let me just jump to uh, uh, verse 7. Sorry, let's go to verse 7. Let me just jump. There are so many, many seasons to talk about. So there is a season and a time for everything. A time to rent, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, a time to speak. Verse 8, a time to love, a time to hate, a time of war. There is a time of peace. But there is also a time of war. Solomon enjoyed a time of peace all throughout his reign. But David enjoyed a time of war. And you must embrace all. In your life, there is a time for war and a time for peace. Even in time of peace, think about war. It's one of the chapters in this book. In time of peace, think about war. The way you are happy, you are celebrating your birthday, somebody also does not like you. Yeah. That is why when people bring presents and whatever during your wedding, don't foolishly start using them. You, it must be anointed and prayed over. Because any be an gift in the bed and papa Some of the gifts, when they bring it and you use it, that is it. You'll be barren forever. You, you, look, you, you must be aware of woe. Aware all the time. If God should open our eyes in the realm of the spirit, you see battles. So when a great door is open, you've got admission, begin to pray. You've got access, begin to pray. As the service are going on, prisons, whatever, and people, thousands of people have applied. 
And so if a door is made for you, don't joke about it. Begin to contend with it in battle. Or else it will never be yours. You may have all the qualifications, but it will never be yours. It takes a battle. Yes. And sometimes you send applications. Now, look, the person to move the application to the next place. No. One day somebody brought application. I mean, he has PhD or something. The guy said, Share. masters. Nobody have even you have PhD. They have logoed it. Look, you see, there are some of the, these places when you go with certain degrees, as soon as they see no, they put it away. No, 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 if you look at it. The person have diploma. You have brought what? PhD. Hey, Master. Don't come. <laughs> Don't come. That's why most of the time, when I need I need to really get somebody a job, I want to see the boss and talk with the boss. Later, the boss will say, bring application and all that for formalities. Say, but if you don't get there, I mean, most of the people who are sitting at a place called the front desk, many letters end there. They, they die. They die at that place. They don't go anywhere. <laughs> I've applied and applied and applied. It, don't, it doesn't go anywhere at all. They are all there. They did. They will do cleanup. You see the letters. Plenty. Some of them have not been opened. <laughs> Ten reasons why every Christian must learn about war. Number one, Jesus Christ, whom we are following, leads the armies of heaven to make war in righteousness. Jesus Christ leads the army of heaven to make war in righteousness. Amen. So you see in Revelations chapter 19 from verse 11, he says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and made war. Jesus Christ is sitting on a white horse and is making war. Verse 12. He says, verse 12. His eyes were as the flame of fire and his head, and on his head were many crowns. Jesus Christ had crowns. Each crown represents a battle you have won. Many crowns. May you receive many crowns this month of November. Every crown is the signature of a battle you have won. If you have won no battle, you don't deserve any crown. On his head are many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but himself. You know, in the military, when you win a battle, you are given a name. Your post change. Your position changes. Hallelujah. Verse 13, he says, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. You can't fight a war without blood. Jesus Christ was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And he says, and his name is called the word of God. That is the weapon with which you used to fight. The next verse. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. We are that army. We are clothed in white, fine linen. Why? Because we have been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible said, though your sin be as red as crimson, it shall be as white as snow. So we have been washed. And therefore, if you are following this man, then you need to learn about war. Learn about war because the Jesus you are following is a man who leads 
the armies of heaven into warfare. Hallelujah. Number two, you must learn about warfare because Jesus Christ is a lamb that makes war. Even though he is a lamb, he makes war. Amen. The Bible makes us to understand that we are the sheep of his pasture. We are the sheep of his pasture. We are sheep. We are lamb. God, uh, Jesus Christ told uh, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, tend my lamb. If you love me, feed my sheep. Yes. And you think that as a sheep or a lamb, you are not supposed to wage war. Anytime you think about sheep or lamb, you think about peace. A lamb is the most peaceful animal. It's not like eating like goats. There are some stubborn goats that come here. No matter how you close the gates. This time I've seen that they jump through this small, small fence. But when come, one day I came, I said, ah, the gate is closed. Yet the goats are here. And if you are here, Kramia, I won't even care. But they are here toileting around the place. So as soon as I took the stone, I was wondering where the, the goats are going. Oh, then they jumped through the tent and then party are gone. I said, ah! Goats are very stubborn. When you think about sheep, there are sheep also that come in here. Sometimes they will come to the gate. They are, you have to open them. <laughs> you see, when you see them, then you can't even stone them. Charlie, they are very peaceful animals and all that. You can't even stone them. Then they are just at the gate and doing, man, man, open me and let me go, I beg you. <laughs> and Jesus Christ is described as a, as a lamb. Yet, the Bible says that he wages war. That is Revelation chapter 17, verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sowest are ten kings. There are ten kings fighting everybody. So this is John. He saw a revelation and in the revelation he saw ten kings and the angel is explaining that the ten kings you saw or the ten horns you saw are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but have received power as kings one hour with the beasts. Yeah, they are going to receive power from the beasts. They've just fellowship for one hour but they have power to destroy and look at the next verse. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beasts. 14. These shall make war with the lamb. The lamb is not making war. The lamb is just there. But he said, these ones, the ten horns, which are the ten kings, shall make war with the lamb. And the lamb shall sit down. No. And the lamb shall overcome them because he will also fight back. Many of you are just sitting down. You are not fighting back. You must learn about warfare because Jesus Christ, even though he is a lamb and a sheep like us, he is waging a warfare. The Bible says he shall overcome them for he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. And they that are with him, which is us, are called to, are, are called and chosen and faithful. Amen. The lamb made war on the ten kings who united themselves against him to overcome them. Jesus Christ is a lamb who makes war. Don't you want to be like your Jesus? If you want to be like Jesus, then you need to learn how to fight. And I'm not saying just go home and then say, Charlie, today dear, Bishop say fight. So, this landlord who has been coming to tell me about electricity, come, open the door, landlord. Hey, I beg you, that's not what I'm talking about. 
You see, the chapter 2 of this book says that a good general will avoid foolish fights. <laughs> so there are fights which are foolish fights. But then realize, next to here too, they come and say, Bishop, I went to fight. Oh, and my landlord says he wants me out of the house. <laughs> I'm not talking about physical fight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number three, God teaches our hands to war. He teaches our hands to war. He teaches our hands. Psalm 18 verse 34. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Amen. Anything that is like a bow of steel that is preventing you to move forward. This month, may God make your hands so strong that you break every bow in the name of Jesus. Yes. So that my hands, my hands, Broken the bowl of steel. Broken. Every soldier is a trained killer. You will never pass out in military school when you have not learned how to shoot. You will learn how to aim, fire, and kill. It's part of your training. It's part of your training. Amen. And therefore, if there is a soldier who has slapped somebody and the person is dead or something, immediately such a person is arrested. It may not be his fault, but he is arrested on account that he is a train killer. His hands have been taught how to fight, how to kill, how to destroy. God is teaching your hands not to sit down. There is a battle ahead. There is a battle. There is a battle. Yes, that's why the choir was singing Choboy. See, Choboy is a war song. Choboy. Choboy. Yes, when Nehemiah wanted to build a wall, there arose Sambalat and Tobiah. You see, we are not fighting because we like fighting. No, 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 no. Because we are fighting because there is an enemy which is trying to oppose us. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8, he said, be sober, be vigilant. Why? For your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Next verse. Whom we stand steadfastly in the faith. Stand him. We stand him, resist him, cause him to... Because, because if you don't rise up, your marriage will be destroyed. If you don't rise up, your basenta of five members can become two or even one. When you go for a center meeting, you report one, one, one member, one city. Because you are alone. Sometimes you, you say, we have a center leader who have become so, so, they, they've given up so much that even on Wednesday, they lie in their bed and they send reports. How many were you? One, one person, one offering, one city. That is when you need to rise up and fight because until you fight, a church like this can get finished. A church can get finished. It involves a fight. For every single member you must get into this church, it involves a fight. Yes. It involves a fight. Spiritual battle. Some of us who have become pastors, we have no idea the number of prayers, hours of prayers of combat people have done on our lives. 
that have made us become serious. Any church member in your region or your center who is not serious, it calls for serious prayers. Something is holding the person. Something is holding the person. They are called adversaries. Adversaries. Verse 8. Go back to the verse 8. They are called adversaries. 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 The devil. It's not Sunday. We're going to show you. 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 We're going to Something has happened. It is a fight. In fact, from the camp, I feel that I say, and not yet. From your center, 28 people are coming. You know, oh, two people are coming from here. This one. So, what feeling from the crowd? You are just about to send to your original uh, overseer. I say, okay. Let me just wait for the service to end. After the service ended, you counted there are three. Hey! Then you begin to call. Oh, oh, oh we were coming, oh, and then oh, and, and we were coming. So, so stories and excuses. You can't even understand. That shows that you are in a battle. Yeah, serious one. Hallelujah. Number four. And time is up. We are instructed to fight a good fight. You must learn about war because we have been instructed to fight a good fight. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. And look at the next one. Lay hold on eternal life. In other words, there are some battles if you don't fight. Even eternal life forever, but you will miss it. Yeah. You will miss it. One of the chapters I will share with you is about that a good general must fight on four levels. Yeah. There is a level. There is a level you must fight. Different levels. Different levels. Some people are very successful when it comes to their academic life. But their moral life, they can't say anything about it. They all say, it's private. <laughs> it's private. If you're a Christian and you lose your private battle, it will affect your public battle and everything about it. You can't go forward. So there is a good fight. We have been instructed Fight a good fight. Lay hold on eternal life. And then he said, where unto thou hast been called. So there is a promise of eternal life for you, which you have been called. But before you get it, you must fight a good fight. And has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Number five, we are instructed to war a good warfare. It's almost like this one. A fight and a warfare. We have been instructed to fight or to war a good warfare. That's the scripture we learned today. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. He said, First Timothy 1, 1 verse kind. Ready, go. I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. So there's a good warfare for us. And that's why you must learn about war. Amen. Learn about it. In Bishop's book, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry, he shares about 18 ways you can know. Is it 20 or 18 ways you can know your enemy and defeat him? 
Yes, there is a way to know your enemy and defeat him. Because some of you, you are fighting an enemy you, you, are, you, you don't know. In fact, the enemy we are fighting, we don't know and we can't see. Yes, we can't see. Amen. Number six. The ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ is described as a warfare. The ministry. When you decide to join the ministry, you have decided to pick a warfare. That's all that. The day you are signing, you are signing to be enlisted into a warfare. The ministry is described as a warfare. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 or verse 7. Is it verse 6 or verse 7? Verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Who goeth to a warfare? A warfare. Going to preach. Going to win souls. Going for evangelism. Going on visitation. is called a warfare. Who goeth to a warfare at any time at his own charges? Who planted a vineyard and eated not of the fruit thereof? Or who feeded a flock and eated not of the milk thereof? Of the flock. Hey. Amen. Say, eat the milk of the flock. Don't eat the flock. Some people are eating the flock, but not the milk. Do you understand? Uh-huh. We didn't say eat the sheep, but eat the, the milk. <laughs> when somebody brings you five tubers of yam, that is the milk of the flock. But he didn't say eat the flock. But we have shepherd who also eat the flock. Instead of eating the milk of the flock. Hey! God punish the devil. Kayabosi. <laughs> Mercy. So the warfare, the ministry is war. The ministry is war. If you are not serious about the ministry, or if you are not serious about war, don't enter the ministry. When you enter the ministry, eh, your marriage is not a normal marriage. See, there are two books that our father has written about marriage. I said, I'll give you the book so you can see them. The first one is called Model Marriage. It's for civilians who are not in the war. That one, it shows you normal, you know, duties of a husband, duties of a wife, different, different sex positions, different how to show love, how to communicate. These are very nice ones of people who are not in warfare. Then there is another book called The Beauty, The Beasts, and The Pastor. Hey, that, that one is a different one. <laughs> in fact, when you begin the book, it tells you that if you are not into ministry, stop reading the book. He said, if you are not into ministry, I'm advising you that don't continue or else there are certain things in the book you start thinking that is very bad. But the marriage of a pastor is different from the marriage of a pastor. Somebody who come and give tithe and offering and go away is different. It's different. The, the way pastors' marriages are fought, eh? you see, many pastors' marriages are not normal marriage. In fact, it's not normal. No, not, not at all. It's not normal. The first girl I wanted to marry from secondary school. When I told the girl that, Charlie, me, I want to be, I want to be a pastor. The girl told me that, eh, me, I can't marry pastors. I said, God bless you that you have told me early. God bless you. Because on mission field, I went to meet a pastor from another church. The wife told me, he said, 
I didn't have the mind to marry a pastor. So for DNA, the two Hey, it's like I married my husband before my husband decided to become a pastor. He said, if I knew that my husband was going to become a pastor, I would never have married him. Hey, two years after that statement, the marriage got divorced. They divorced. Because as soon as your husband becomes a pastor, it's a different ball game. The battles are different. The fight is not normal. The fight is different. So the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ is described as a warfare. A warfare. All pastor's children are not normal. They are all they are, they are different. In, that's why many in America, many pastors' wives, have, uh, uh, children have become homosexuals. They don't even want to hear anything about the ministry because the sacrifices their parents have made, especially they have to sacrifice their children sometimes. Yes, during my consecration, I was telling them that this is the seventh school that my son is about to attend. This is the seventh school. And I told him that he shouldn't think that's the last. Seventh. Because when I move, they move. When I move, they move. Since when they are, as soon as they are trying to make friends, and oh, then we move. Like that. Ah, we keep on moving and moving and moving. <laughs> and I was asking my little children, do you, do you remember um, um, the teacher, what was their name? Um, Mama Portia. I said, oh, is it your sister? I said, look. Your teacher, who, who handled you when you were just saying, you are telling my sister, my sister is your teacher. And they have forgotten, girl. But if they are being in that same school, all they, are, they would have remembered. They would have remembered. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number what? Number seven. Paul described the life of ministry as a fight. His life as a fight. Paul described his life and ministry as a fight. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 26. I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. This is where you need to know your enemy. Because sometimes the fight that you are fighting is as if you are beating the air. You don't even know the enemy you are fighting. In 2 Timothy 4 verse 7, Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It's also a song. Who knows how to sing it? Hey. God is fighting for us. God is for my So that's what I you know. <laughs> hey. Mercy. All right, number eight. We are instructed to have weapons of warfare. As you are sitting here, you must have weapons on you. We are instructed to have weapons. Weapons. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. So as you are sitting here, you must have weapons on you. You must be armed. You must have weapons. Because you see, everywhere you, you are expected to fight. You are expected to fight. Amen. My father was an anti-hijacker. 
That means that there are people who sit in the plane and make sure that no hijacking goes on in the plane. And they sit on the plane like civilians. Yet they have weapons on them. Yeah. They have weapons on them. So though you walk in the flesh, eh, you are not supposed to be a normal person. You are expected that even though you are a civilian in the plane, you are expected to have armor, weapons on you. Because every time a fight can start, and you must be ready. You must be ready. And the weapons of our warfare are not cannon. When we have a time, we will enter into the type of weapons that we must have. The first weapon a Christian must have is the weapon called truth. Truth is a weapon. Powerful weapon. Another weapon is forgiveness. It's a weapon. It's not every fight that you fight. In this book, it will show you a good general is good at fighting and also dodging. Some fight. It's a battle that there are some battles you don't fight. You leave them. Uko kapa eh? I hate to say when we be the brave. I say ah, na be we pede on me da ino. Hey, be what am I on babwa? Hey, my 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 dear. This is such a fight. <laughs> you come back when you open. Hey, what they have done to your face when you see them? Say, Please, I beg you, don't come inside. You just be here, no, leave them. Or you find an expert to come and spray them. What time on Papua to Abono? What can't I call into Menko? Hallelujah. Number nine, or number eight, number nine. We are instructed to be strong and to arm ourselves. Be strong. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. We are instructed to be strong. To be strong and to arm ourselves. Hallelujah. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the law and in the power. Of his mind. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. Many Christians are wearing some of the armor. Selected ones. Yes. Selected armor. The one he feels good about it. And the other ones there. He has left them. Dangerous mistake. Sometimes the armor that you have left not wearing. Is the place that the demon will pass. And come and destroy your life. Amen. Then the last one. The last one. Number 10. There is a war with the dragon. And whether you like it or not, you are part of it. Revelation chapter 12 verse 17. But we can start from verse 15. Revelation 12 from verse 15. The Bible says, The serpent was cast out and the serpent cast out of his, out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman. See, the serpent have been battling with the woman from Genesis. This is revelational. Yet, they are still fighting. He cast water out of their mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. Verse 16. And the earth helped the woman. May the earth help you. I say, may the earth help you. And the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood. Which the dragon cast out of his mouth. You see, in the verse we read, verse 15, the Bible said that it is the serpent that cast out water out of his mouth. But verse 16, the Bible said the dragon. The serpent is small, small things that you don't deal with. By the time you realize it has become a big thing. Yes. That 10 CDs, 5 CDs that you are stealing that you are not working on. 
By the time you are in prison. For that 10 cities, nobody is taking you to prison. You can't wait. By the time you realize that 10 cities have graduated into bank and robbery and you are in prison. You need to watch it. The devil will come to you initially like a serpent. And he will be giving you voices. Has God said you shouldn't eat this? Has God said you shouldn't eat this? By the time you realize now you have become like a dragon with a flag to swallow up the woman. Then verse number 17. The Bible says, and the dragon was wroth. He was angry with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. We are the remnant of the seed of the woman. And he was angry with the woman. But now he has come to make war with the remnant of the seed. Which keep, which keep the commandment of God. You see, the remnant of the seed that keeps the commandment. Not the remnant of the seed that does not obey. If you don't keep the commandment of God, he has no fight with you because you are, you are for him. But he's fighting with the remnant. It's very, the day you decided you have stopped fornicating is the day doors were open unto you. Yeah. It's not easy to keep the commandment of God. But the Bible says that the commandment of God, they are not grievous. They help you. So the enemy has come to fight with the remnant of the seed which keep the commandment of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Testimony of Jesus Christ. If you are a liar, the devil will not fight you. Why? Because ye are of the devil. You of your father, the devil. John 8, 44. Ye are of your father, the devil. And the last of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of himself. For he is a liar and the father of it. So when you speak lies, he doesn't bother. You are for him already. Immediately, you obey the commandment and the truth and you speak truth. He's very angry with you. He's very angry with you. Very, very angry with you. Devils don't like pastors who speak the truth. That's why these days in the media you see pastors who speak the truth and they, they, they are fighting them left, right, center. Hey, but they shall win every battle in the name of Jesus. This morning, I encourage you to turn the army and fight because whether you are fighting or not, there is something fighting you. I said, whether you are fighting or not, there is something fighting you. Something fighting your marriage. Something fighting your ministry. Something fighting your academics. Something fighting your finances. Something fighting. There is something fighting your peace all the time. And it's time to wage warfare and win this battle. May God give you the victory. May God give you the upper hand. May God make you great in every battle. May you be strong to stand in every battle. In the name of Jesus, stand to your feet. For two minutes, I want us to pray. Pray. Identify a battle that you are in right now. Or identify a door that has been opened that you seem not to be able to enter. Know that there is adversary. Lift up your voice and begin to bind every adversary. Begin to bind any adversary. Begin to bind any demon that is resisting you from entering into your promised land. In the name of Jesus, there is a door, there is a gate, there is something open unto you. But there are many adversaries. But the Bible says that you must resist the enemy. Resist him, resist him. Lift up your voice right now. Lift up your voice. There is a battle for you. There is a battle for you. But victory is assured. A good fight is a good fight because you win. In this fight, you win. In this battle, you win. In this battle, you win. God has instructed to fight a good fight. And it's a good fight because you are going to win. I declare over your life. I prophesy over your life. Every battle that you have been engaged in, may you win that battle. Receive strength to 
me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. We are rising up to that battle that is ahead of us. According to the prophecy that went on before us, by them, we will war a good warfare. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and thank God for victory this month of November. Thank God for your victory. Now, thank be to God which always gives us the victory. Now, thanks be to God, which always gives us the victory. Now, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Victory is assured. Victory is for us. Victory is in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, as every head bow, every eye closed, you are here this morning. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. The armies that followed the Lord Jesus Christ were washed and they were clothed in white linen. White. Clean. That signified that God has cleansed them by the blood of Jesus through the forgiveness of their sins. You are here. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Somebody invited me, but I've come. And I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. I see your hands. Then lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. You are here. Pastor, pray with me. 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 I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go to hell when I, I die. I don't want to go to hell. If you have lifted up your right hand, I want you to walk down here with me. Walk down, walk down the aisle here. Come here, come here right now. Come to me. Clap your hands for them as they come. God bless you. Come. Look at me, my brother. Come. I see somebody else. Come. Look at me. Face me here. Obed, stand behind them. Who else is coming? Somebody else. I thought I saw more hands. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want you to pray this prayer after me. This is your prayer. I'm going to help you to pray. And the whole church is going to join. So say it after me. Lift up your two hands like that as a sign of surrender. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I realize I'm a sinner. On my way to hell, have mercy on me. From today, I turn around. I come to Jesus the savior of my soul. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my savior. From today, I will serve him all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See my brother over there waving? Please go to him. He will speak to you and then you come back. Please go to him. Go to him. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Amen. Please may be seated. It's time with the prophet. After time with the prophet, we are going to pray for all GHS um, candidates who are going to write this BC exam. We're going to pray for all of them. If your brother, sister, son, daughter is not here, you can stand in for the person because we are going to release grace for excellence upon them. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, time with the prophet. Communion start. Make sure everybody has a communion. All right, let's go. Take your holy communion. Take your holy communion. John 6 and verse 15. Stand to your feet if you have your communion. It says, This is the bread which came down from heaven that a man should eat. 
and not die. And what? And what? And not die. This is the bread which come down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Lift up the bread. Father, thank you for the body of Jesus Christ that is given to us. Lord, that we may eat and not die. Death is banished from our presence. I say death is banished from our presence as we receive the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Now the wine. This is the blood. The blood of Jesus that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Blood speaks. Everybody say blood speaks. Blood speaks. Blood has a voice. Blood has a voice. The voice of this blood, the blood of Jesus, is the voice of mercy, forgiveness, pardon, pardon. Like I said when I was taking the offering, if you ever meet somebody who doesn't forgive, that's when you know the difference between someone who forgives and someone who doesn't forgive. May the blood of Jesus wash away your mistakes and grant you divine pardon against all the errors and mistakes of your life. May you receive divine pardon, the blood of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands for your blessing. Your two hands. May the Lord himself remember you. May the Lord himself answer your prayers. May the Lord himself visit you this week. With loving kindness. And tender mercies. Overcome. I say overcome. Whatever threatens you. Threatens your existence. Receive power to overcome. Power against power. Say amen. Power against power. Power against power. Power against power. Of the enemy. You will live and not die. Whatever threatens your ministry. Whatever threatens your business. Whatever threatens your existence, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Say amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord help you. The Lord remember you. The Lord fight for you. The Lord contend against your enemies. Cursed are those that curse you. And blessed are those that bless you. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. For the last time, let me hear your loudest amen. You may be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. I love you. Powerful prophecies. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So please get all the students ready and if your son or daughter, relative, somebody writing BC, you want to stand in for the person. Amen.
Right. We have oil. You have oil. You have oil. You have oil. Hey, what's helping Miriam? We have oil. Where? Yes. They must be touched with the oil of excellence. Bring it. Bring oil. So they are coming. All GHS, BC candidates, BC candidates, come, come quickly, come, come, BC candidates, have a relative, somebody. Come, 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 quickly. Let them come, let them come, let them come. Turn and face me here. Beautiful. Ah, you have your pens ready? Your pens. Come, bring the pens. We are going to pray over these pens for you. Ah, you should, you should have uh, made us to get pens. They need pens, rulers. But I prosper. next time you have to add, uh, inform us so that we get sets for them. Pens, pencils, rulers, erasers. But this one, they are not enough for everybody here. You don't know. Yeah, there are many. This are this BC candidate. Have you seen this woman? All of them. Hallelujah. No. Hey, where's the oil, please? You don't have oil? Amen. The Bible says that the horse is prepared for battle. That's what you have been doing. Your teachers have prepared you for all this battle, all these months, weeks. Some of you have been calmed and all that. But victory does not come from that preparation. Can you give me that scripture? Victory comes from the Lord. Victory. The horse is prepared for battle. Have you seen it? Prepared against the day of the battle. When is the BC starting? 15th. So you have prepared yourself against the day of the battle. But look at it. Safety or victory is of the Lord. Through these prayers, God is going to give you powerful victories this month. In the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of amnesia. That makes people to forget things. Sometimes you enter, the paper comes, immediately you have forgotten everything that you have been taught and learned. But through these prayers, we bind every spirit of amnesia, every spirit that makes you to forget, every spirit of confusion, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Close your eyes and lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, send your help. Send mercy. Send grace. In the name of Jesus. Let your help come upon this one's Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, Lord. May they not know defeat, oh God. Let nobody fail in any paper, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Even the people that are their weak point. Father, uplift them up, oh God. Uplift them, oh God. Sustain them, oh God. Help them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. I pray for the Holy Spirit to touch your mind. The Holy Spirit to touch your heart. He is called the Spirit of Remembrance. He will remind you whatsoever you have been taught. Whatever you have been prepared. Whatever preparation have gone on through the power of the Holy Spirit. May you remember. May you remember. May you remember. May you remember. In the name of Jesus. 
I touch you with the oil and then you go. So as the person anointing, what do you do? You share it together. Jesus. Father, I anoint this pence. I anoint this pence. Anybody who holds the pen, even if they don't use it for the exam, just by holding the pen, the power of excellence is coming upon you. Receive the power of excellence in the name of Jesus. Whoever you are standing in for, may he excel. May he excel. Excellence. The grace for excellence. Mama, I bind the spirit of failure. I bind the spirit of failure. You shall not fail. You will not be confused. You will not trail. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Sister, whoever you are standing in for, receive grace for excellence. Grace for excellence. Grace for excellence. As soon as the oil touches you, the spirit of grace and excellence has touched you. In the name of Jesus. Just attach. Just attach. Just attach. You will excel. Your mind is being resharpened. Receive a sharpened mind, an attentive mind, attentive memory. In the name of Jesus, believe, believe, believe. Have faith, have faith, have faith, have faith. In the name of Jesus, the spirit of excellence and grace is coming upon you. In the name of Jesus, whoever you are standing in for is receiving that grace. Whoever you are standing in for is receiving that excellence. In the name of Jesus, I spirit of failure. It shall not be your portion. It shall not be your portion. It shall not be your portion. You will excel. May you excel. May you excel. May you excel in the name of Jesus. As soon as the oil touches you, ah, in the name of Jesus, excellence is coming your way. Excellence is coming your way. Receive the spirit of excellence. Receive the spirit of excellence in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. The spirit of excellence is coming upon you. Coming upon you. Coming upon you. In the name of Jesus. Hey. No, I want you to touch your skin. You must receive the excellence for whomever you are standing in for. Oh, yes. Ah, more people are here. Ah, your pen. You didn't take your pen. Take it. As soon as that pen touches you. I think it's enough. Ah. Shitaya Excellence in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. You are going to go to secondary school. Best secondary schools in Ghana. Pastor Prosper believes that Temasco is one of the best, but we are still thinking about it. What? It's what? Is the best. Northern light. Northern light. Ah well. Your viewpoint depends on your point of view. So. <laughs> Amen. But I've not seen them at the national whatever. Northern light. They have been going. But I don't see them. Oh. Quarter final. Uh, they go to quarter final, semi final. 
they got to or they were about to get to. They got to semi-final. Amen. <laughs> ah, we went to Northern Lights. I see. Okay. Well, I, I, I reserve my comment. <laughs> Amen. Alright. I want to take your offering. If you brought your first and best and your tithe, come forward as we pray. Your tithes. Your first and best and your tithes. And your Benempi. Benempi. Benempi tithes here. Yeah? Okay, whatever. Tight Ben MP or anyone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ben MP is an amount of money you decide to give to the healing Jesus. For the past 10, 11 years, the healing Jesus have done over 100 and something campaigns. Many souls have been won. The past two years, they have attempted to build many cathedrals. There are 200 cathedrals being built. 200 cathedrals. So far, over 100 of them have come up already. And more are coming. Yesterday, we received one of the cathedrals, which is before Nyoni. We are building at Kasalgu. Hallelujah. You are not clapping your hands. And this Benempi, 10 cities a month, 20 cities a month, 50 cities a month, is some of the money that put together to be able to help us to do this project. You understand? It costs more than one million dollars to get one cathedral. Very expensive. So, if we are calling for Benempi and we are not joining, it is not just going for the crusade and preaching. After the souls have been won, now they need to be put into churches. Do you understand? So, I want everybody to be part of Benempi. All you need to do is to give a donation contribution of 10, 20, 30. Some people give 500 a month, 200 a month, 100 a month. But if you can't give at all, at least 10 Ghana cities every month to support Healing Jesus campaign. Amen. I believe everybody can do that. Everybody can do that. And you don't need to wait till the end of the month. Every Sunday you can do it. This Sunday you have 10 cities to give. All you need to do, take an envelope, write your name and your phone number and put the money inside and write Ben MP and that's all. And uh, we are sending the names to the prophet and his team and they are always praying for people who are giving. Amen. Lift up your hands with your tithes and your Benempi. Father, thank you for this ones. You can join them, Benempi. If you need an envelope, lift up your hands. They'll give you an envelope for your Benempi. And then you come. Thank you, Lord, for this ones. Ah, receive financial power. Financial power. Financial power. May God open unto you other sources of finances. And may God also open unto you blessings that are not financial. There are blessings that are not financial. May God open those doors for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is tight. This is Benempi. This is tight. This is Benempi. So those who are giving Benempi will come here. And that is tight. Thank you, Lord. Take up your offerings. Take up your offering. 
the moment that I wake up, our second offering is our project offering. Now, go down small. From Monday, Tuesday, we are trying to start the Nyone Cathedral. And it's going to cost us a lot. As for Jim Fidia, he's the project manager. He's inside. He knows. Sometimes you see that we are owing 200 bags of cement. Every Sunday when we are taking second offering, which is our project offering, make sure that you said, Reverend, or say, say Pastor, or say, Lord, I'm, build, I'm buying one bag of cement, which is what? 55 Ghana cities. It's 54 plus transportation, 55. Do you understand? We are buying one bag of cement towards that project. We don't want the project to sit on the ground for a long time. In fact, it must come up as soon as possible. I've been given a timeline. If the cathedral does not come up, they will come for it. Because it was taken from somebody who didn't do it. So, I don't want us to joke with it. So, every Sunday, come. I want people to give specially towards this project. See, when you go to Nyoni, they don't have a place of meeting. Some are sitting in the sun, outside, in a classroom, somewhere, and they are parked inside. And it's not nice. You have a cathedral, beautiful. You have a screen. They don't even have a screen. It was just last two weeks we bought them speakers to even be able to preach. They invited um, somebody. What's his name? Nobun Ketia. When he came, he sang without microphone. Because they don't have. Yes. Manpower. And when I heard it, my heart, I said, oh, yes. But it's also because sometimes finances is not there. So, believe God to give special finances towards this project. Buy 10 bags of cement, which is 550. Buy 20 bags of cement, which is 1,100. Believe God. Believe God. You want to buy a trip of chippings. It's 4,000 Ghana cities. 25 cubits. It's not simple. The project is very expensive. But airport, they are roofing now. By Thursday, Friday, the roof will be completed. Be completed. We have roofed Nalerigu. We have roofed Tatale. We have roofed Zayuri. We are now roofing airport. After that, we will roof um, uh, Kasaligu. We want to call it Kasaligu. That place is Kasaligu. Then there is another one just after the barrier at um, Datoili. Yes, it is also going to come up. Tungu, which is the first love one, is up already. And they are doing blocks. All these cathedrals are made possible by your offerings that you give. So I want you to give very good offering. Don't just take one city. I believe today you, you have 100 cities to come to church. Eh? Joyce, the way you are laughing, did you allow 100 cities to come? Or you left, her, you left him at home? Amen. Take up your offerings. Ashes be at post. A sign of your love is your giving. A sign of your love is your giving. Come on, singing. I love you. Father, we thank you for this offering. Some are giving 100 cities, 50 cities, 20 cities. Lord, in building of your projects, let it come to pass, Lord. Help these ones, Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them. There is something finances and money cannot buy as they give this offering. Lord, send angels unto them as you sent angels to Cornelius after his prayer and his offering. Bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name.
Amen. So send your momo, put your momo numbers there. Send your momo. Send your momo. You can send it to the cell number. It's also there. Right. I've been held in your hand hey. from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. All I will say of the goodness of God. Oh, oh my life, you have been faithful. May God be faithful to you this month. Oh, my life, you may God be good. May so, God be good. So may God be good. good. Hey. With every breath that I am made, oh, all I will say of the goodness of God. All right. Oh, my life. So, oh, my life, you have been faithful. Amen. Beautiful. Announcement is that Sunday, um, I mean, after we close church service, okay, look, there are cutlasses available. You can see when you pass behind the safe church or behind my office, the place is bushy. Cutlasses are available for the, for as soon as we close, 30 minutes, take a cutlass and do something before you go. And do something before you go. So, let's clear this in all these places, they are bushy and all that. We have some cutlasses available. As soon as we close. Don't think it's for the men. What a man can do. I said what a man can do. I said what a man can do. They can do better, 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 better. So, when I was in secondary school, my headmaster, that was his philosophy. So, we had what we call class plot. You come and your bow, your bow, but what a man can do, a woman can do. Eh? They can pay and do it better. <laughs> Amen. All right. So, as soon as we close for 30 minutes, just um, let's cut something. When we are sweating, you go say, Why are you sweating so Charlie? You work for the Lord all day long. I work for the Lord all day long. Amen. Yesterday, we went for a naming ceremony. And said so we are going to look at this too. But I realized we are wearing our naming ceremony dresses and we are pulling metals. Yeah, that's what it happened. Amen. Alright, so if you are celebrating your birthday, you celebrated your birthday first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Today is 7th of November. Come and let us pray with you. Birthday celebrant. You celebrated your birthday this November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. There's nobody. November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, Fifth, sixth, seventh. There's nobody. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Now, on Tuesday, we are, we are having our SAT service, seventh armed and trained service. On Wednesday, we are having our bus center services all over. Please go to your bus center. A bus center is the church in your house where three or four people meet and then they share the word of God. And then on Friday, we are here for warfare prayers. Amen. This month is warfare prayers. I said this month is warfare prayers. This Friday, come. Come and battle it out. Don't stay at home. From 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., we are here fighting and, and winning victories. Amen. 
Beautiful. Now, next week Sunday, we are celebrating the the crystal marriage between our pastor, Reverend Samuel Kwate and Mrs. Isabella Kwate. Hallelujah. Amen. Next week Sunday, next week Sunday. The time is 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So when we close church, you can just stretch your muscles and and then 2 p.m. They are 15 years in marriage this particular next week Sunday. And so we are celebrating them. Come, it's going to be wonderful. Attar is anything white with a touch of red. Like the way the choristers are dressed. Okay. You see? There's no jazz. Oh, this one, there is no jazz cause. There is no jazz. After my wolf, we are in a jazz cause. We're in fact, there's no jazz cause. No jazz cause. So, please come two o'clock. Let's come and celebrate. And when you are coming for a wedding, you see, one day somebody went for a wedding. When he got there, they said, if you're a man to the right, if you're a woman to the left, then he took the right. Then when he got there, he said, if you are from the man's family to the right, the woman's family to the left, then he went to the right. Then he got there and said, if he brought a gift to the left, if he didn't bring a gift to the right, then he took the right. I then he realized he was outside. Then when he turned, you have written here, you can't come for this wedding without a present. <laughs> so when you are coming, come for a present. But then realize you are outside. Hallelujah. So let's come and celebrate. You know, in Ghana, we, we like celebrating dead things, but we thank God that they are alive. Look, even one year in marriage is not an easy thing. So 15 years, 15 years. I mean, we have people like uh, Mr. Amadems who can uh, give us many, many years of marriage experience, but this is also a very powerful one. And it's also our marriage counselor in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. So let us all come. Sunday, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. is the wedding. And it's a very short ceremony. So if you go and then think that you come at four, by the time you come, we have close. Okay. It's very short ceremony. So go and then prepare and come. Amen. Anything white with a touch of red and we are celebrating here. Amen. Beautiful. Anything else? What? Color. Anything white with a touch of red? I said, Mama, into uni white, eh? Uni white, ah? She red, never white, boom. Uni red, eh? She blue. Uni blue, ah? She red, she blue, she green, she yellow. Any color, where? So they say all colors bright and beautiful. Wait and come and you'll be blessed.